Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people who get taken. I'm Tyler. And I'm Cody. Cody, this is Opinion Havers. You're Cody, I'm Tyler. What did we watch? <laughs> we watched Lockout. I'm just laughing Lockout. thinking about it. I'm so ready. <laughs> Cody, I... We have no idea. <laughs> I I, I, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna explain the movie, and then I want you, okay. if you would, to dive right into your rant. All right? Does that sound good? We're just gonna speed run this this intro. I just, I'm good with it. I'm do you want to do you want to talk about it before? But because I'm I want why just... why even talk about there's, there's <laughs> nothing to talk about. <laughs> I was so excited to hear your rant. <laughs> yeah we, we better fast track this guy yeah let's... so lockout is a film uh, about it's a prison in space and they gotta you know it's it, i mean what is a prison in space and uh, it's classic it's generic prison space disgraced agent gotta go rescue hot girl right that's it that's the movie do you do you do you take issue with that explanation of that of the movie cody that's it, right? That's a hundred percent movie. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> Cody, I'm I'm pulling up the timer, which I yeah. I didn't do. I've done it once so far, but I'm pulling up the timer here for you. Yeah. Okay? And I'm gonna we're gonna get into it and, in just a second. And I'm gonna spoil the whole thing, this oh. whole movie. And I know everyone oh, you're gonna here. Spoil it, Cody? Oh well, in that yeah. case, you better hop into my weird little plane shuttle thing. You know, and we're just gonna fly on up to Spoiler Station One, all right? Which is in Spoiler Town, USA, all right? Yes. We're gonna get right up into these spoiler pods, and I'm gonna let you spoil this thing, okay? Because we're spoiling this movie. It's Lockout, and you, you know, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Mm. Tyler, this movie has. Let's just start the beginning. <laughs> has the worst film logos I have ever seen in any movie. Every time a new one popped out, I was like, this is not one. This is not a studio. Oh, it's bad. They were rough. I loved every second of it. I was just ready. There's a family guy bit where like Peter Griffin walks in the movie and he's like, oh, I'm ready for the movie start. And like every film logo he thinks is the movie, but then it's like, oh, dang it. You know, it's not. It happened last night. Bailey and I went to the movies and she was like, oh, what's it? I was like, this is, this is your film logo. This one... They were awful. They were so bad. Look, I did an assignment when I was in film class. I had to make a film studio logo. Guess what it was? You can't guess because you don't know how to, you can't talk. You're, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save the discussion for when we can talk, all right? But I want you to guess. I want you to think about what my film studio name was, and I want you to, I want you to um, guess it during your, uh, when we talk, all right? Worst film logo I've ever seen. Guy Pierce is doing it everything in his power to save this film he is here i have never seen a man act so hard in a movie so bad and i have so much respect for guy here's the thing i was like guy pierce everyone knows guy pierce he's an amazing actor right wrong he's in two great movies la confidential memento he's in one good movie iron man 3 probably i haven't seen it then there's the rest of his career which has been active for over 20 years and he's in some nonsense, let me tell you. I didn't realize the... Because I've seen Memento and Ellie Confidential. I was like, oh, he's well-known as a good actor. No! He's in some hot garbage for the last 24 years. 
he was trying so hard. And I did like his performance, to be honest. I think that's like the one good thing about this movie is like, Guy Pierce did a pretty good job. <laughs> like, the problem is every fourth line of his was absolute nonsense. It didn't, it was there like every two or three lines, you're like, okay, this is just sort of like quippy action movie tough guy lines. And he did a good job pulling them off. But then that fourth line creeps in, you're like, this was translated from French. <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't work in English. Yes, the writer is French. And when I learned that, this movie started to make more sense to me. Okay. Here's the thing. I just no movie has ever gone in <laughs> this guy. Luc Besson. Let's talk about him. He's French. I think that's how you say his name. <clears throat> Most people, when they come up with the movie, they're like, hey, I want the writer's credit, right? It's like, oh, screenplay by or written by, or sometimes they split it up, right? It's like, oh, screenplay by John, uh, story by Phyllis, right? That's how they do it. No, not Luc Besson. Luc Besson is like, nope, this movie is based on an original idea by me. <laughs> I died laughing. I couldn't, no one has ever been like, by the way, I need a credit that specifically says this is my original idea. By the way, not a good idea if your movie <laughs> is a ripoff of a John Carpenter film because you will get sued in the French court. And now in Wikipedia, it says based on Escape from New York <laughs> because they lost the lawsuit in France because it's the same movie. It's the same movie. It's, it is in space. I'll give them that. But it's the same movie. I've not seen them. I've heard they're great. I've heard the first one's good. I've heard the second one's garbage. It's fine. That's always how it goes. Here's the thing about Escape from New York. Escape from New York, it get right. It was uh, oh, what's his name? The guy. He's in. He's the dad. Kurt Russell. All right. <clears throat> Kurt Russell is in it. He's Snake Plissken, right? Iconic character. This man was so iconic. He inspired the Metal Gear Solid series. That's why his name is Snake because the guy who made Metal Gear Solid was like Escape from New York is a cool movie, okay? And everyone loved it. It was a cult classic. Whatever. Cheesy action movie, John Carpenter, Kurt Russell, what's not to like? Then they made a sequel. 15 years later, they're maniacs. They're madmen. It'll never work. It could never work. This is, you could argue this movie's a sequel. This is the next, it, 15 years later, who's doing this? Who's making, oh, sorry. We're supposed to be talking about Lockout. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> the CIA director <laughs> is <laughs> a Russian mobster. <laughs> the man... Right? This is like a bald eagle American job. <laughs> and the dude just looks straight up like he walked out of the out of the gulag. <laughs> and I love it. I love this movie for casting him. He had an accent that was not consistent. <laughs> and I don't know who he was. My, my last thought, this is a TV movie, right? Is it a TV movie? It looks like a TV movie. Am I wrong? Oh, Cody. Is it the heart of a TV job. movie? Cody hold on to that thought all right because whole oh boy do i got stuff i got i got through four notes <laughs> out of a full page made it through four bullet points so uh yeah but cody you got you, places to go you i'm gonna talk now all right i'm gonna i got some bundles ready. all right are you cody? i'm ready i'm ready mm -hmm. okay first off how dare you the guy who made metal gear solid is hideo kojima and you knew that you own a playstation you fool you knew it all right kojima is a national treasure all right and we love him okay 
National treasure of what? America. We're taking him. He's ours now, okay? Take that, uh, Japan. Uh, he loves movies. He wishes he can make movies. He hates video games. That's not true. But he does wish he can make movies. Isn't that fun? CIA director? How dare you, sir? He's not the CIA director. It makes even less sense. He's the head of the Secret Service, all right? Why is he interviewing a CIA agent that killed a general? What the heck? Why are you involved? Why have you gotten a Swedish guy who always plays Russian guys and told him, do an American accent, and it's a French dude telling you to do that, all right? None of you know what you're doing, all right? And it's like, okay, whatever. This dude usually plays, like you said, Russians or Okay, let me tell you about a little movie called Olympus Has Fallen, or subsequent sequels, where they're, at the beginning of the first movie, there's some voiceover or some BS where they're like, you're from Scotland or whatever, wherever Gerard Butler is from. Why are you in the Secret Service? And he gives some BS answer that doesn't make sense, but at the very beginning of the movie, they address it. They're like, all right, audience, we know he does not have an American accent. Why is he protecting the president? That's a good question. Moving on. So you're like, okay... <laughs> At least they're not saying, no, what are you talking about? He's an all-American boy, all right? He's totally normal that he's here, okay? No. They address it. They tell you, we know. Shut up. It's not that deep of a movie. They could have easily done that in here. They could have just made him some random CIA supervisor, and it would have made more sense. There's foreigners that work in the CIA. It's typical. They love him when a foreigner wants to be in the CIA. Why? Because then they can get them to betray their country, all right? That's what the CIA is all about, and we love them for it, Cody. They're about freedom and betraying other countries, but not America, okay? Why is he... <sighs> Secret Service. It's... Why are you here? Why are you here? But we love him. He's in John Wick, and we love him for that, all right? Now let me tell you about my notes, Cody, okay? Let me tell you about these. The accent, it's inconsistent, okay? This man cannot speak in an American accent, all right? He can't do it, and they tried to do it. So you can tell some lines he overcorrects and does a little bit of a southern drawl, and then he draws back. And then some words he is incapable of not saying with his I guess it's a Swedish accent. He is from Sweden, all right? I need you to know that. He's from Sweden, always plays a Russian mobster, though. All right, that's what he's known for. The guy, the negotiator. Let me tell you about this negotiator. He's terrible, Cody. He's a bad negotiator, all right? He's bad at it. Why did you get that guy? You know who you should have gotten? Anybody else. Grab a random dude off the street. He would have done a better job. This dude caved so fast when he was caught. It wasn't... He didn't even have... No, like he caved all right he just buckled under that pressure all right the effects are terrible and then later i wrote wait a second why are they not terrible they're so bad in the little like unicycle bike chase and so okay decent pretty well done in the space battle and i was like what is happening you mentioned this is like a tv movie this movie cody i'm not even gonna ask you cost 20 million dollars to make that's a tv movie budget in my mind all right which i found out later that's 10 times the average sci-fi channel movie budget here's my problem with this movie if it had been a sci-fi channel original movie if they had said we'll give you 30 million dollars for this movie it would be considered one of the best sci-fi movies ever made like not sci-fi the channel science fiction movies ever made because it's a tv movie but these guys are like what we're gonna do is we're gonna go up and compete against gigantic big budget movies that are doing the same kind of sci-fi stuff that's where you went wrong all right that's where they also the fact that the french guy luke whatever his name is is like yeah i watched escape from new york once 
This is an original idea. I didn't steal it at all, even though it's exactly the same. All right. Why are the secret? Okay. Why are the Secret Service always so bad at their jobs, Cody? Look at me. Why are they so bad? I don't know. They're so bad. Every movie, Secret Service, bad at their job. Every single one of Guy Pierce's lines is a quip. Strike that. Everyone's line is a quip or a cliche. There are no non-quippy cliche lines in the entire film. I defy you to find one line that comes out of Guy Pierce's sensual lips that is not a quip or a comeback of some kind. One, Cody. Find me one. Find me one. You can't do it. It doesn't exist. All right. It's just he, but he nails it. Like he said, he said. I just Cody. He did. He tried so hard. He gave it a hundred and ten percent. And I would say, Cody. Sorry, I'm gonna have to cut <laughs> you off mid sentence there. Like Guy Pierce could have been the Johnny Depp of his shit. Like if Johnny Depp died. I yeah. feel like Guy Pierce could have taken over. You know, with how hard he was going in this movie, I feel like he could have done it. You know, but I th- here's what I think. I think everybody here's what well, I was telling uh, Tiffany. I were discussing this film after after experiencing it together, which I'm sure you and Bailey discussed it as well. Correct? Give me a nod. Mm. Give me a nod. Give me something. All right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. This movie is the best B movie. All right. Here's hear me out. All right. Hear me out. There are some movies we watch where it's like, oh, this was this is a great story, a great premise, some great actors. You ruined it. You botched it. This is the best this movie could have possibly been. <laughs> Every actor killed it, except for the fact that they tried to get a guy that cannot talk in an American accent to talk in an American accent, which is I impossible. Just, aren't there, like, plenty of people that can do American accents ready for acting gigs? That's what I don't get about it. Because it's like, not even like he had the look. <laughs> like, he didn't have the accent. He didn't have the look. So what, like, what sold them on this guy? My, here's my only ju- my thought of the justification of him, is they wanted you to think somebody's betraying it, and him looking like a like a skeezy Russian mobster was yeah, automatic. Made you think, like this is the bad guy. He's this the bad the, guy. Yeah. He's the guy that is, cause you do forget for most of the film that, Oh yeah, there's a deeper subplot going on here where it's like <laughs> the general got killed. <laughs> That's what's crazy about this movie is that like <laughs> the beginning starts, you're like, Oh, he's a bad boy, CIA agent, whatever. Oh, they're pinning and something on him. Okay, whatever. But then that's a different movie than the middle part, which is, hey, there's a jail space station that we need you to go and rescue someone from, which is also a different movie from the end where it's like, we're solving a mystery. (laughs) I was like, wait, these are three different movies. We got a spy movie. We got like an escape taken movie. and We got a mystery movie. It's like three acts, except the middle act is an hour and 40 minutes. (laughs) It's weird. It's a trilogy that would make no sense to make it as a trilogy. <laughs> but I mean, like, do you okay. get what I mean? Like, oh no, this no. is the best Look. this premise could have <laughs> produced as a movie. I hear you. Like, I, I hear that. I see that. And you know what's funny is that, like, I was so taken aback by the space battle when it happened because that's also like another movie happening too. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> I take issue <laughs> with the space is battle. A space battle happening. Also, I was like. <laughs> Wait, there's turrets on this prison? Like, wait, we're in space and there's turret. I didn't understand. I didn't quite understand why there were turrets. 
It, I guess so. in some hardcore prisons, there might be a turret, right? It's like, if you're trying to escape, we'll shoot you. I don't know, man. It didn't seem like something that belonged on a space station. Okay. Here's my thing. Why were there commercial breaks? Is it because we watched it on AMC Plus? I think so. There weren't. So. There, yeah, there were like there weren't commercial breaks. breaks. Like there weren't commercials, but th- there was like the quick fade out where it's like, hey, we're pausing this. We're gonna present some messages to you. So I had just the pause fade out, fade in. I didn't have the commercial happen. I was like, what? So there, those weren't baked into the film because that's what the other thing that tipped me off. Okay, anyway, space battle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish space battle happened, and you're right. The intro scene where he's on the motorcycle, the light cycle Tron thing, that was like, I don't know what happened. Here's here's my theory. I think Luke Besson has a niece or nephew. That niece or nephew is in animation school. And he was like, hey, I'll throw you a bone. I'll pay you $1,000. This can be your senior project. And I need you to animate this quick light cycle scene. It's twelve. It's twenty seconds long, <laughs> but it was like it was like the foreground was rushing towards him while he was driving hundred miles. Like it went so fast, where it's like, oh, I'm driving. Oh, I went through a thing. Oh, the bike tipped over. Okay, I'm here at the subway. I was like, wait, what just happened? I don't. This all happened way too fast. Yeah, it was like yeah. a cartoon. It was amazing, and it made no sense. In I guess I guess a real guess of where it might what it might have been is it might have been like you know when they take. A bunch of money and they make like the i can't remember what it's called but it's like a snippet where they then take that to hmm. what's it called? like the ones my friend does where yeah. he's like hey i'm gonna pop something in the frame for you here so you know what we're going for and then we'll have a professional artist actually do the effect later well, no i'm talking about like where do you take to a movie <clears throat> oh. studio to try to get the movie funded where you make like a few, <laughs> oh, yeah. like a few minute thing and because i mean like the, the like test footage thing. On test, for, yeah, like a test footage reel kind of thing. Like a thing that got leaked for Deadpool. Yeah, a thing that got leaked for Deadpool. Yeah. That Ryan Reynolds was like, oh, no, Ryan Reynolds leaked like, it. Ryan Reynolds like, oh, that's bummer that it got out, but we should make this, right? Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, like, that's what that seems like, is that they made that for, like, a few hundred bucks off of, yeah, probably some, like, students, and then they're like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Instead of having, and I, I could just see the professional, like, like special effects artists being like, "You sure? I mean, because this, I mean, we put a lot of work into that whole pointless space battle thing. Um, then it looks really good for the budget of the film. Are you sure you don't want us to touch this up? Nah, that's fine." That was something like they threw him in studio. Like, hey, we got thirty minutes. Um, we need to do, you need to run through this green screen so we can fill something in like you're going to the train station. You know, like, I don't know. It was amazing. Can we talk about the Scottish guys, right? So the whole thing is he gets framed for whatever, I don't care. And he gets pulled in and is like, hey, tell you what, we'll reduce your sentence or whatever if you can rescue the president's daughter because there's a space prison that she was at and whatever. He has to go save her. The leader of the prisoners that get out is a Scottish man. Right. Who has a brother who is an insane person. Right. And me, as soon as the Scottish guy popped up, I was like, we need less accent now because I didn't understand. Like, have you seen the Uncharted trailer? Uh uh-uh. uh. When Tom, oh, 
there's a guy who's like, it's just a Scottish guy, but he's like, about to give you a proper Scottish welcome, you know? He's, and it's like very heavy. And like Tom Holland's like, what? And like, that was this guy's every line. Like every line of sales, like, I only got two of those words. Like, what is he saying? I know none of his dialogue matters, fortunately, but, but I was just like, oh no. And then they talk to each other. And you know, when people with accents are in a conversation with people without accents, like I kind of know what's happening. But then when people with accents are talking to people with accents, it's like, oh no, we're lost. We, we do not have access to this kind of, we don't speak this language. It was it was rough. It was hard. So wait, hold on. So you were like lost entirely every time they were because I was like I told Tiffany that like everybody killed. I was like even like like these two stupid Scottish dudes that shouldn't matter. I was like invested in there and like liked all their lines. And you're just like I don't understand a word they're saying. <laughs> and I'm like, man, he killed it. He's like my favorite villain ever in a movie. And you're like, yeah, don't get it. Don't. No, every that. other line, every other line, I struggled with. Every other time they spoke, I was like, yeah, what was that one? <laughs> I looked over at Bailey two or three times. I was like, do you get that either? No, it's fine. We're not rewinding. We're not turning on subtitles. We're moving along. Oh. You were invested, though. You were all about oh, yeah. the Scottish bros. Like a great, How like... could you be? Because the brother's like a rapist maniac. Dude, <laughs> the, the kind, look, not just the rapist maniac, but the kind that takes his shirt off when no one has asked him, like when it is not necessary. <laughs> Like that kind of maniac. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I felt like the the older brother was like, I mean, it's like a classic, right? When you put the crazy person next to the very calm, collected, more sinister villain, and then you immediately could call out like, oh, the crazy guy's going to kill this dude at some point, and everything's going to kick off. But it seemed like it kind of kicked off every time that crazy guy was on screen. Like the brother didn't stop. I don't him know. From doing anything. I needed the crazy guy to be a little less crazy or just like look a little less gross. Like they made him look so gross. Everyone else, like, you know, everyone else is just like a person in a movie. You know, I was like, <laughs> oh, there are the suits in the suits. Guy Pierce is in like, you know, police vest, you know, like a bulletproof vest kind of thing. She's in, you know, business wear at times, tank tops. So that, you know, we're like, all these costumes are grounded. But then you have like one guy with like a crazy scar and a white eye and like, you know, who's shirtless all the time. You're like, this is sticking out too much. Like he went too hard. They went too hard on him and not hard enough on everyone else. Nah, he's fine. He's okay. Nah. <clears throat> on the topic of the, on, on on this topic, I want to jump forward. I don't have a lot of fun facts because there's one fun fact about this movie, and it is that Luke Besson got sued for <laughs> stealing <laughs> Here's what's crazy. I was like, oh, Luke Besson must be like his first time around the road or whatever. Nope. This man has been making movies for as long as I've been alive. He has written movies like Fifth Element, mm -hmm. Leon the Professional, Lucy, the Transporter series, and the Taken series. So this guy has done all kinds of B-action movies and sci-fi movies left, right, every which way. Um, and the fact that he used the same girl from Taken for this one, why not? You know, why not just because this was it's so funny because a woman I was like this is just like Taken, like it's just a different, but she's Taken in two different movies that don't make no sense, but it does. It's the same guy writing her up, giving her the recommendation. This man is wild. Luke Besson is a crazy person. I really, my brother and I watched a lot of The Fifth Element growing up. We were in the cult of because it's a cult favorite. I haven't seen it since. Leon Professional is on my list. My dad loves the Transporter movies. I've seen 
two or three of them. I've seen the first Taken movie. So I've, I've seen a lot of this guy's movies. It very much surprised me to see what this guy was up to. Yeah, I mean, he very much has like a like a style. Mm-hmm. Like there's a movie, like a type of movie that he writes. If Jean-Claude Van Damme Perfect. was a writer, <laughs> it would be this guy. Like he's doing this, that thing, yeah. you know? And they're fun movies to um, watch, but they're not going to win any awards. Right, right. Uh, yeah, definitely. We got a Wilhelm scream in this guy. No, you don't. Squeeze it in there. Good for us. <laughs> what? what is One of the guys. It's like the prisoners, like they're getting people to do things. I forget. There was some dude they pulled into the room. Is he a doctor or a scientist? I was so confused. Like he had doctor clothes, but they were treating him like a scientist. I was so confused. What are they doing on that ship? Is he a scientist or a doctor? Well, I mean, there's also engineers. There was like an engineer, but he was wearing like a lab coat. I was so confused. So there's got to be all the engineers and everything to maintain like a space sta- space station. Plus, there's doctors and medical personnel because they're all like. <clears throat> for, I mean, I think it was the first guy. The first guy, he was like, he looked like he should. He had like brown hair. He almost looked like a surfer dude, but he was in like a doctor's coat, like a lab coat. I forget. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They were all wearing that. My note doesn't make sense anymore, but I wanted to know so badly. Well, like, there's doctors on board to, like, monitor the health, supposedly, of the inmates. And then later you see, like, they're doing all these experiments on them and checking their brains and stuff. for Mm -hmm. Because they're basically using them as guinea pigs for this deep space exploration, like, technology. Yeah. Um, So that's why there's, like, doctors and stuff on board. Like, that's the thing that kills me about this movie is... Almost every single decision makes sense, but none of it means anything. You know, it's like, what do you mean? Like, like you were saying, like, why do, why do they got all these? Because they would need engineers and scientists and all these people to run the space station, plus doctors to monitor the health, plus all this stuff. That all makes sense, but it's stupid. <laughs> it would make less. It would make more sense if it was just all prison guards and there wasn't a scientist to be seen, which would make no sense on a space station. But it's like yeah, they're trying here's the thing that made, to be realistic. Here's the thing that made the least sense about this movie. <laughs> the space battle? Because that okay. got... The president's daughter, right. whose name is... Mad. Something. Emily. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Let's say Emily. M-I. She's going there, right? She's going to interview the prisoners, right? Because she's like, I think this program is sus, so I'm here to bust it up, right? So she's collecting evidence. You know, she's like, I, I want to see what's really going on. She gets in the room. It's an interview kind of room where it's like, hey, there's a, these are two separate rooms that are connected by like a glass screen, right? So it's like, hey, yeah. you're a deadly prisoner, but you're locked up and you're in a different room than the interviewer. Except that her Secret Service bodyguards were also in the room with the prisoner. Why would you do that? And then he was like, you disrespect my Emily. So he gets right in his face and then the prisoner pickpockets his gun and shoots him that's just like if you have someone chained up in an interview room because it's not even like oh well you know they're just across the table from each other I'm like nope they're completely separated so she is in no danger at all unless you bring a gun into the room with the prisoner and get close enough to him that he can take i was so confused like what why would you it's like you're locked up let me just stand 18 inches away from you yeah. What what does that do for anyone? Why is he there? 
Why well, is that anything? That comes back to my note of why is the Secret Service so bad at their jobs? Like, <laughs> in real life, I feel like the Secret anything? Service is pretty good at their job. But in movies, yeah. they're bad at their jobs. Mm-hmm. Unless they're Gerard Butler. And then they're still bad at their jobs because they still let the White House get taken over. And every other <laughs> installation. <laughs> Speaking of Olympus Has Fallen, um, have you seen White House Down? Oh, the two movies that Which came out the, the exact, same year, and one is a comedy. Yeah, the exact same match. premise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bailey made me watch White House Down, and I thought it was Olympus Has Fallen. I was like, ah. Uh, you know, it was one of those, like, Bailey has a list of movies she demands that I see, and 90% of them are terrible, but it's fine, because, you know, I'll watch a movie for my wife. Um, it's a problem. I just have to pretend like I didn't dislike it that much. Anyway, point is, White House Down is fine. It's whatever. But I was fully ready for Olympus Has Fallen, and I was like, this seems sillier <laughs> have you seen Olympus no it is i would say it's a better movie but it's way more like an action movie over the top life. action yeah whereas the other one is channing tatum and jamie fox and their hijinks yeah. during an attack on the white house yes. whereas one yeah, is yeah, like yeah. oh this is a real secret service agent that's going to try to like per- to save the president yeah. from like north korean terrorists or something and there's like three of them, right? Yeah, because there's Olympus has uh, fallen. Uh, it's Olympus has fallen. Angel has Angel's fallen. fallen is the most recent one, and then London and has fallen. London has fallen because it's when they're in London. Love it. That, uh, and then, uh, which is really funny. Here's because, Like Olympus has fallen is a real thing, right? That's something that is code in to them like that's what they say over their headsets if the white house has been breached Olymp- it's mount olympus that's what the white house is called mm-hmm. london is fallen it's just the name of the city <laughs> and then they no, do angels no it's fallen. based off the it's based off the song the london bridge is falling down yeah that's where it comes from oh i know they had that it's an song original idea by luke besson <laughs> they had that song in the, one of the trailers for the movie i remember but it's like you have a naming structure that you you started with, then you immediately abandoned, and then you went back to for the third movie. Anyway, we're talking about. Well, doesn't make sense for the third word in your title to be the franchise tag, right? Fallen is the tag. That's what the it's the Fallen franchise in essence, right? Because right. that's the word they all have in common. Right. Anyway, right. haven't seen that. Here's what I have seen, yeah. and I have a question about: How long has Guy Pearce been jacked? Forever. We just let that slip under the radar? No, he's he's lanky in Memento, right? He's like... Maybe. Is right? Or is he just... Look up Guy Pierce jacket. Memento shirtless NSFW. Okay. Google that real quick. I'm doing our Guy Pierce Memento shirtless N- oh, NSFW. <laughs> All right, I did it. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's skinny, but he's not like, I mean, he's right, not, he's like muscly. He's muscly in this one, you know? Yeah. I would say he's like normal. I was wondering how long it's been. Normal in Memento, but he does look bigger than, I take it back. He looks bigger than like a skinny guy. Like he's got pecs and abs. Mm, okay. But it's like, cause he's skinny. The skinny strong. Yeah. He got tattoos in that movie. Did you know that? Did he actually get the tattoos? I don't know. I don't think so. Are you saying his character has tattoos? His character has tattoos. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's good stuff. See, Cody. It's great. That's a great movie. Let me switch back over so I can look at your face. The joke is, Cody, the whole point of the movie, as I understand it, is that he has has tattoos. tattoos. Yeah. But you haven't seen it. I've not seen it. I thought you would give me some fun fact, but it's like, no, he actually got at least some of those tattoos. I mean, that is. Yes. But also at the same time, I doubt it. Let me just look up. Let me take out the shirtless. You haven't seen Memento? Let me take out the Memento. Let me just look up shirtless. Hold up. You haven't seen Memento? I have not seen Memento. We might throw this up on the list then. That's a goodie. Here's what's great about Memento. Doesn't matter how many times you've seen it, you still are lost the whole time. It's amazing. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking up Guy Pierce shirtless. I don't see any tattoos on him, unfortunately, Cody. I do see what appears to be a handlebar mustache that I'm digging. He's wearing up just like a visor. No. A handlebar mustache. Very no. small swim trunks and a beer in his hand. It, why? Is this from a movie or is this just him? Swing and Safari. That's yeah. a new movie. Oh. Of his. <clears throat> um, I want to talk about the guy. The guy who does the betrayal. What's his name? What's that character's name? He's the bad he ends up being the bad guy. Hold on, give me a second. I I got you. Do you want the character name or the actor's name? Character, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Here's my point. He's like a B minus John Cheadle. Yeah, I think that's what they're going for, right? Right. Cool. I like. He's Don from. Uh, he's from. He's in uh, Walking Dead. You don't know that. I do know that though. No one can know that. I'm um. Okay. I got. <laughs> I got a beef to pick. Okay. I got a bone to pick with this movie. Yeah. Pick it. Tell me. I'm beefing. I'm beefing. So. <laughs> They do a little mini gadget thing, and he has, like, two gadgets. But the one is like, hey, it's like an explosive thing, right? It's like a, it's like a little horseshoe shape, you know, and it can clip onto something and blow it up. If you're in a space station, it seems like explosions would be the wrong way to go. Like, if you explode anything in a space station, aren't you just going to root? Aren't you? Right? It seems like a bad idea. Yeah. But that's fine. I can get over that. What I can't get over is that the very first thing he does. <laughs> you get a gadget. It's like, hey, this is going to come in handy at the end. The first thing he does as soon as he gets in the prison, puts it around dude's neck, the dude's neck explodes. I was like, you you just used it. <laughs> That's it? Oh, yeah. We introduced the gadget. <laughs> Two minutes later, the gadget has been used. We're done with that transaction. Yeah. What are we doing here? It's not how it works. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about how he fell in space to get into the thing? They're doing like a heist. <laughs> no, okay, now. Now, 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 Cody, here's the thing, though. But like, I know a lot about how space works. Here's, what, here's the thing, it. though. Like, the International Space Station is not high enough to be weightless. And that's, we, we see later in the film, this is, that's how high, exactly how high, and on the exact same orbital path as the ISS. The ISS okay, is just okay. constantly falling and it's like whipping you know okay so when they at the end when they do like they jump up and then they fall down so they're still being affected by earth's gravity yeah if you jumped out of there i thought they were like in space because normally when i expect someone in space when they jump up i expect them to carry on in that direction until something stops them i mean you but you're saying you have enough force to escape 
to overcome gravity. But like that. But you're that saying point, yeah. they're still in gravity. Yeah, you're still getting affected. See, I thought they were like far enough that they were just in like floaty, floaty space, you know, no yeah. gravity space. And I was like, they're dropping left and right. <laughs> like, yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, once they're in the space station, then the then space rules go out the window. There's some kind of artificial gravity thing, right? That's like the whole love artificial gravity. Um, yeah. Which is really funny because they could have just been like. They could have either not explained it. I love how movies, sci- how cheap sci-fi movies do this. Because you can either you have a choice when you do space stations with gravity. All right, you can just never address that there's gravity, and everybody will just assume there's some kind of artificial gravity, right? Or it's mm-hmm. spinning or something, right? You know, like like uh, two thousand one. You know, they were like it's spinning, so everything, all the sets were like yeah. curved. Or you can address it and be like, oh, it's curved, or just say the artificial gravity generator. They tried to explain it in a weird way. <laughs> the torsion, man, which is something that they have. It's like the, their idea. This, let me try to explain what I believe their concept for this artificial gravity is, okay? You have something in the middle of the space station spinning really fast <laughs> to generate the gravity for the rest of the station. Mm-hmm. One. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's like if I turned a blender on, therefore I can walk on the walls. Exactly. That's the. <laughs> I think that's the concept of that system. <laughs> because it's not like you look at it. You like when he pokes his head out, you're like, oh, it's a giant like cooling fan or something, and he's gonna be able to like float across because the fans are so powerful, it's gonna keep him up. Like. No, the gravity that it is that it's generating will keep you aloft. Which I'm like, the gra- if it's generating gravity, it's gonna suck him down into that thing so fast he's not gonna know what hit him. All right, so it's it should have been like an electromagnetic that, something or other. What I'm saying is none of it made sense because it's like it's like oh okay that's generating the gravity, meaning there is no gravity there, so he can just float across. But what they say to him over his <laughs> yeah. headset, which, by the way, he has on speaker at all times, even though he has an earpiece, everyone else can hear it, but that's fine. <laughs> the, the gravity generated by the torsion system will keep you afloat. That's what they say to him. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's great. Um, here's my thing about this movie. They release the prisoners, right? That's the whole thing, right? They smash the release all prisoners button. Why is that a button? Here's what doesn't make sense to me. That's it. Exactly. Why is it a button? You got the worst criminals it's a button, in the like, universe on your If you've system. got the space for it, you might as well have the button, right? Like, okay, we'll talk, let's talk about this. You have a controls panel, right? Right. I know those. You can't have some dinky controls panel that's like, look, we got 12 buttons and there's all this negative space. You got to fill up that space. And so at some point you're going to hit like, you know what? We need kind of need the big red button here and it needs to be release all prisoners. And that's just a matter of efficient use of control panel space. You understand this as it is your profession. So I don't need to tell you this. I'm telling you this for the listeners. Here's my problem with it. They release all the prisoners. What I don't understand is that (laughs) there's a gaggle of prisoners who are like, we're running the show. We're taking hostages. We're going to make demands. But then there's like 390 other prisoners that we never see except for when they have to walk through that part. Why are they separated? And why 
why is it like here you get two options when you release all prisoners you're going to be the gaggle that tries to take over the ship and do hostages or you get to be the boys bathroom at lunchtime <laughs> like because that's all they're doing you know in middle school when you're like i have to pee but then there's like people just fighting for fun in the locker in the bathroom you're like well i guess i have to hold it and then your teacher's like why didn't you go at lunch and you're like well there were people fighting <laughs> and i couldn't work my way to the urinal um because of like the mosh pit ha- anyway so i don't understand why are there prisoners taking things over? And then why is there some in a group that's literally just like, we're fighting, we're taking our shirts off, some of us are doing card... I don't know I mean, Cody, what it was. you've it. described it. You've described it, all right? <laughs> okay. At lunchtime, you got two options in middle school. You can be part of the group that's trying to take over the school, or you can go to the mosh pit in the bathroom, all right? Where are you going, all right? <laughs> like, you've described it. <laughs> That's the perfect analogy for what it is, all right? But, I mean, like, you know, I guess part of that, that's another thing that bugs me about this movie, all right? In their, it's such a it's such a B movie, right? Like I said, I think it's a top-tier B movie, much like the Taken movie. I think they, those are mm-hmm. B movies pushed to their max. Problem is people put them up against A-tier big-budget movies when it's like the real category these are in it's like B tier, B movies, like yeah, they're the best of those, so they're put against the next tier up. Anyway, my point is, Cody, it's a B tier movie, but like in prison riots and stuff, I don't know. We can call your dad right now. I don't know if he's ever been in the riots. He might not want to talk about it if he has. But it does seem like in the ones you see about, like learn about in in history stuff. I don't know where it is. Like there's five dudes that were running the show, and everybody else just kind of just kind of walked around killing people or whatever. They were like, they were just doing stuff, you know? And it's like, what were they doing? I don't know. Nothing that made me. Here's my question. It's not even that they were, why were they in different areas? That's what I don't understand. Like, how did those one prisoners get, maybe it's just been too long since I've seen the movie. It's been like three days, so. But like, these people are out here among other people. And meanwhile, the prisoners are just in their space Okay. How did the me, guys in charge get move over to the... Well, so they showed the doors open. So those guys could have left the main area at any point. Mm-hmm. They were choosing to just be there, giving each other noogies, basically. That's what it looked like. <laughs> right? Which, okay. I, so they enter. They I see can't. somebody's getting killed. The one dude with the, the teeth tattoos, like, I want, I'm, I want to do stuff to your little boy toy here, you know? <laughs> They're classic prison, right? Classic prison stuff. What doesn't make sense and will drive you more nuts is the second he headbutts that dude, they all turn into video game AI guards where they're like, okay, we are now unified and you're the guys we're looking for. And it's like, no, no, you've established that these guys have a plan. You're just the goobers in the main room. This should set off like a big fight if I headbutt this guy. Like just like everyone not, fighting each other. Not that for you no are reason. a unified force that is now after us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like me headbutting just, him, they were all like the shenanigans the that went down. There's a dude stabbing another you. guy ten minutes before. But him headbutting him. Do you have any good shenanigans start? Here's the here's the three shenanigans that come to mind for me. Number one, locker room. We had a kid. <laughs> who got stuffed into a locker. 
God rest his soul, okay? <laughs> Number two, the bathroom thing. Like, there was a group of kids that would just be like, do you want to go body? And that just means, do you want to, like, push and punch each other for 10 seconds at a time? And they all took turns doing it. And that's why I couldn't use the bathroom, okay? <laughs> Number three, this is in high school. We had guys, this is something only, only boys. Like, only boys would do this. <laughs> Literally, it's like, hey, do you want me to choke you out? Until you pass out. <laughs> it was a game. It was like, hey, I'll put you in a headlock. And I'll put pressure right on your carotid artery or whatever, you know, just enough so that you pass out for like three seconds. <laughs> and I think one kid passed out for like 10 and they were like, maybe we stop. <laughs> and still like a couple of people took their turns before like a teacher was like, what are you doing? This, what is this? I don't understand the incentive. Like, Yeah. So that's, if you're a girl and you never got experience any of those things, I'm so sorry for you. I got to witness all of that. It was a lot of fun to watch and try to navigate around. It's like, huh, I have to put on my gym shorts and go to class. But this guy's getting stuffed into a locker, kind of blocking my path. What do I do, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my question to you, Tyler. Let me ask you. Let me. This is the. This is my real question. Ask it. Do you want to go body? <laughs> I mean, Do you want to go body? Uh, yeah, at all times. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. I was gonna be like, I never did anything that stupid or was around it, but I did go out into the garage at my parents' house once to box one of my <laughs> friends when they were just over for the evening. And we're like, you want to fight? And we were like, yeah. <laughs> like, we found boxing gloves, and we're like, let's go out into the garage and fight each other. <laughs> so, I mean, kind of. But at the same time, that was a, a small group of friends. Um, yeah. We also Not blew just, up like, a offers pool. from like, whoever goes in the bathroom. It's like, hey, we're all taking turns. <laughs> Do you want to take a turn? <laughs> Basically, Cody, here's what I learned from you. And... All my friends, because you know me, I went to public school for very few years of my school experience, and then when I went to high school, I went for like orchestra and then went home. <clears throat> I was homeschool. Bo- I was a homeschool boy, so I missed a lot mm. of these things. Here's what I've learned. All right, public school is like being in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, uh, yeah, I mean, not much different. In fact, I'm the, I don't know about you, but the high school that my friends went to was designed by the same guy that designs federal prisons. So yeah, there's that. Look, I can't speak for all public schools because I had a very interesting experience where I went to public school, public school, and then just like a bougie charter school for for like eighth through 12th grade. So quite a contrast, you know? Middle school was just a lot of kids getting stuff in the lockers, people going body in the you know, in the bathroom, just like random fights. You have to like, you know, Greg, I'm running late to class. There's a circle starting. A group is amassing around the fight. The fight's not going to be good. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get to class. Like, it's a whole thing. It's obnoxious. Now, Cody, I do have a confession to you. I don't know. if it just, Is it just because I'm from Victorville? Or is, is that all public schools? I don't understand. When I, I think, when I think back, you're talking about kids getting <laughs> stuffed in lockers. I think of myself as a good person that never bullied anybody. I'm 1,000% yeah. the guy stuffing a kid in the locker, thinking, ha-ha, we're, he's in on the joke. Fun fact for all you kids that do, are stuffing kids in the lockers, he's not in on the joke. 
he's getting yeah. stuffed into yeah. a locker. But you think in your mm-hmm. head, he's my funny little buddy. He's terrified. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, whenever somebody's like, You were so funny have, when I stuff you into lockers. I used to have this little buddy or this funny friend. If somebody refers to someone in from their school days as this funny little friend or their buddy or something, that was the victim of their bullying. <laughs> That's who that was. <laughs> yeah. They were not friends. Man, do you think. See, what's the new generation? Kids that are in Gen Zs are getting out of school at this point, or are they still in school? I think they're getting out. Do you think they'll fix this? You know, do you think bullying is going to be done? Is it all just going to be online no. bullying now? Is that what the kids are doing? Okay, let's talk about their is it bullying. Zoom? Is it just like Zoom bullying now? And <laughs> Cody, would TikTok you talk bullying? When you and I bullied kids, maybe they Stop. <laughs> maybe they have lifetime problems. All right, maybe they You're have right. self esteem issues. All right, <laughs> you and I they would go on to found companies and become millionaires, and we'd work for them, right? Uh-huh. These Gen Z kids are like, you should kill yourself. No one loves you. And I'm like, what? I was a bully in school. I would have never told someone to kill themselves. All right. So let's, you know, these Gen Z kids go I think harder I know what than we is. ever went. All right. That's what I'm saying. I think the Gen Z bullies are the YouTube pranksters now. Like the people that have 3 million subscribers and their whole show is just like pranking each other. I think that's is that it too? Is that the other aspect of it? Yeah, probably. You just do your bullying on camera for likes. Okay, that's a good example. And sponsors. Millennial bullies <clears throat> became dude perfect. Gen Z bullies mm. are filming dead bodies in Japan. All right, that's what they're doing. Man, nobody gets that reference. Want, you know, are we gonna do it? Are we gonna solve it? Who knows? Lockout could solve it, Cody. I got. I have a. I have a note, and I'm just not sure what it means. Um. <laughs> this is so dumb. Okay, tell me what this means. This is our favorite game. Why did she something? Yeah. Something. Peace. Like peace sign. What? Oh, why did she? Hurt Guy Pierce. Got it. Okay, I figured it out. <laughs> okay. So remember when she's with her security guard, right? Right. And the security guard's like, hey, we're going to die, uh, so I'm going to kill myself so there's more oxygen. <laughs> My favorite part about that exchange is that the people that are monitor, she's got like a monitor thing where they can tell everybody. She's like, she found more oxygen. You're like, no, she didn't. Well, <laughs> there I, isn't more oxygen. I, there's one less person taking oxygen. Like, I have a note about that. Cody, did she find more it, oxygen about the in nitrogen? the Secret Service agent's brain? Because that was now exposed <laughs> to the air. Is that stop? <laughs> here's here's my thing. They pop out of that room and like Guy Pierce was there trying to help. Oh, or they were doing a scuffle. Something was happening with her, right? Right. And Guy Pierce was like, "Hey, let me take out this guy that's chasing you." And then she was like, "Cool." And she just punches Guy Guy Pierce in the face. So my question is, if if a prisoner is chasing you, right? He's in an orange jumpsuit, mm-hmm. okay? Now someone in, like, police SWAT clothes comes to fight the prisoner. Are you going to fight the police SWAT guy who's fighting your enemy? I was just so, like, what went through her brain where she was like, that's a bad dude? Because he was helping her and he wasn't in prisoner clothes. So why'd she punch him? Because she has a boyfriend, Cody. 
That's the only explanation. <laughs> she had her her big strong Secret Service agent, and that's all she needed. Mm-hmm. All right, you know the one that killed himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the one that yeah. shot the. They like, they escaped and then ran into the first room he could find and then shot the. Okay, here's the thing, Cody. You talk, you reference that I know about control panels. Anybody that think okay, please don't shoot my control panel. All right. It's not going to lock the door. It means you can't open the door. But it might. But it might, though. What if it did? But it won't. I'm so, so some people. That's like, is that like if I smash a remote controller to exactly. like turn off the TV? Exactly. <laughs> it's like if I smash this controller, then the TV will stop. It is exactly what it's like. Somebody once said to me okay. when I said this that that doesn't work that way. It's like, you don't know. I'm like, okay. I know for a fact because I have been trying like companies that do the automation that would have programmed automation exactly like that have tried to recruit me because it's the exact same automation that I program. So I know (laughs) I've also seen people smack control panels to try to get a machine. That's a quarter of a mile away to turn on. And it's like, don't hit that. That's fragile. It don't smack it. Don't do that. It don't work. It like you said. It is the equivalent of smashing. I would say to you know, it's more ridiculous. It's more ridiculous than that. It's more like smashing your phone to try to turn off AT and T servers. All right. It's like mm-hmm. you are doing. You it's nothing. Also, why would okay? There is a big blinky thing on the wall that said nitrogen levels high. Where did the nitrogen come from all of a sudden out of nowhere? Because it was like door sealed. You're going to die, nitrogen. Beep, 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 beep. No one checked the beeps. This is, okay. The air we breathe is like 90% nitrogen, right? I think it's 70%. I'll double check, Cody. And then it's like 10% oxygen or whatever, right? So I I was like, shouldn't it be like oxygen levels low? Why is it nitrogen high? That doesn't seem right. How much nitrogen is in the air? It's like 88% or something, right? 78%? Yeah, seventy eight percent. That's what all these bar graphs. That's all these graphs say. So here's the only thing I can think of is that nitrogen. It will. I don't know because if you get nitrogen poisoning, you know, which just makes you fall asleep and die. But so does carbon dioxide poisoning. Yeah. But see, that's the thing is that okay if the nitrogen levels are high, where did the nitrogen come from? Because if it's Oh, the door's sealed. This place is airtight. First of all, if these are meant to hold people, shouldn't it have more than, I don't know, 35 seconds worth of air in there? And two... And then wouldn't it be... What? You don't increase the nitrogen levels by breathing the air. You increase the carbon dioxide. Carbon, yeah. So it's like, why why is the nitrogen level higher? Nitrogen is coming... Is it because he shot the panel? Why is there nitrogen... Why is there a nitrogen panel or nitrogen tank in the panel? What I'm saying what is, is these guys. What is that room for? These controls engineers did not know what they were doing when they designed these panels, Cody. I have never put a nitrogen tank in a panel in my entire life. All right, I've been doing this four years, never seen it. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, you would know. I would know. I got. I got some dialogue problems. Okay. With this lady. Sure. <clears throat> so, Guy Pierce is like, "Your old man sent me blah 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 whatever," and she's like, "My dad." What was that whole exchange? Couldn't have just been like, oh, the president, you know, I'm here about the, I'm here to say, whatever. It didn't make any sense. 
was your I mean your old man that she yeah. said my dad that's what he said yeah and we're talking about the president yeah I hated it <laughs> I mean alright yeah. here's one for you <clears throat> so Guy Pierce is like look we gotta walk through the prisoners and you're a pretty lady so we gotta make you look like a boy so here's what I'm gonna do I'm going to snip, snip, snip off all your hair. I'm going to use coffee and gross stuff and whatever to dye it brown. Then we're going to leave your makeup on, and we're going to walk through this room. Oh, Tiffany pointed what out something What was that? Else too. They, she also left all of her jewelry on. She, Tiffany was like, I would take off my jewelry, <laughs> right? Like, that, that's a dead giveaway, right? <laughs> Anything that makes it look like you weren't just in frozen in space as a prisoner. Yeah. I was like, she's wearing makeup, though, like. Didn't make any sense. My guess Loved is it. the makeup artists were like, if you take off that makeup, we quit. And they're like, fine. Yeah. Okay, how about this? Then Guy Pierce is interacting with the crazy Scottish brother, you know, the rapist. And um, he's like, not today, Guy. Punches him. And they're like, that suffices. <laughs> and then the guy survives. And then is a problem a little bit. It's like, dude, shoot him or what? What are we do? This guy's trying to murder and or rape the person you're trying to save and or escape. He's caused problems the entire time. Yeah. Like he is the guy causing the issue. Just pop, pop, well, bang, bang. I mean, that's the problem with action movies in general, right? They never, they never double tap. They'll punch him and be like, <clears throat> this issue is solved. <laughs> I didn't make, I was like, we're really, we're going to establish how terrible this person is. And how much a problem he is to your mission, and you're not going to shoot him. Here's the thing: I, you didn't like that guy. I freaking loved him. I liked that when she asked him, like, "You're in here for uh, aggravated assault," which I was like, "That's that's a lot to be considered one of the 500 worst criminals in the world." And then he's like, "I was a case of mistaken identity." She said, "57 counts or 52 counts? Whatever. It's over 50 counts." He's like, "I have a very familiar face." <laughs> gold line right there that was the gold back and forth i freaking loved that i just think he was i think he was too creepy that's i think if he was a little less creepy a little more charming or you know like it was he was just very like a growth like a man you pulled out of your garbage disposal and was like here's a man and have an interaction with him you know yeah i mean he's meant to look like a guy that's up there at one of the 500 worst criminals in the world you know Mm -hmm. i just it's funny that like Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's like, he's the worst. You're right. Prison has not been kind to him, but I loved him at the same time. I just liked that. Mm. There was so much pure gold in the dialogue of the movie, and then there was like a dozen or a couple dozen lines that just, you'd be like, oh, man, you have nailed the last 50 lines. Everything is perfect. Every of Guy Pierce's lines hits so well, and then he says one that's weird, and you're like, you ruined it. You ruined the last yeah, 15 yeah. minutes of what you've just said. You've undone all mm-hmm. the goodwill. And it just drove me nuts where I'm like, you guys are killing it and you ruined it. All right. And then they kill it for another 15 minutes and you ruined it. And it's like they build up their bar to get a weird line of dialogue. Or they'll do weird stuff where they're like trying to do too much where it's like, why can't you just kill him? Because he's my brother. Never address it again. <laughs> Except for him, like the way he treats him. And I'm like, 
You could have left it at like he just doesn't want to kill anybody because he's only got 500 guys or something. But I don't know. I mean, like I said, I actually liked their dynamic quite a bit, but I feel like if you didn't understand most of their lines of dialogue, that they would be the worst part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Here's Can I tell you, I wrote this down. This was Tiff at the end of the movie, which we do need to talk about the fighters before we totally finish, but I do want to give you Tiffany's review. Okay? Yeah. Quote, that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Are you putting that in your notes? <laughs> That's what Tiffany's review was. She made me promise to put that she said crazy stuff. But her first words were, that was a lot of stuff. Which I feel like that's, is there a bet? Like, Cody, does that not perfectly sum up this movie? <laughs> that was a lot of stuff. That would be perfect for the movie poster. That would be the perfect little blurb. That was a lot of stuff. Man. Yeah, it's the ending of the movie was weird. The ending of the movie was weird for two reasons, right? Like, oh, they got off the space station. Great job. It is funny that it's kind of like, she's the only one that matters. I mean, like, they're like, we don't care if we blow up all the engineers and prisoners and whatever, but as long as we get her off, we're good. Whatever. They get her off. They jump off. They fly down to Earth. They use their... It was fun. Oh, they fell so fast. When they jump yeah. off the thing, it's like... Five seconds later, it's like, better pull the shoot because we're about to hit ground. <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> it takes like three minutes to fall oh, that far. It like, would take so much longer. <laughs> Let's see. Well, because like, even like the Red Bull guy, like Red Bull did like a jump from outer space, you know, like from like super, super, super high up, like to set the record. And he did a free fall for like 90 seconds or two minutes before he pulled the shoot. And he could have gone for another like 15 to 30 or whatever to like break the record further. Or something. Yeah, like the guys. I, I watched an attempt of it, so it's like, yeah, no. From how up, like it would take. And I'm not saying they had to show the whole time, but it was funny. It was just like the beginning movie where it's like the beginning where it's like he's on the motorcycle, he's in the th- whoa, he went through the door, you know, like where it happens just way too fast. That was what happened. We're like, oh, we're going down. We pulled the shoot. We did it. Okay. What do you what do you what do you find? You just tell me. This is an article by the Business Insider, right? Yeah. The question is, could you jump off the International Space Station? So I'm just reading the little blurb uh-huh. that uh, Google gives me, right? Yeah. Said, but it won't be quick. The Chinese space station Tiangyong One, for example, about two years to fall out of orbit. On the ISS, you're high up, so you'll take roughly 2.5 years. But once you strike the atmosphere, wait, your long wait. wait is over. <laughs> wait. So you're saying if you jumped off the International Space Station, you'd still be in orbit for a couple of years before you because <laughs> you would fell just keep far whipping enough, around. far enough to like. So I think yeah, you would like you would die from other things. You would become you'd become the world's first human satellite. Yeah. If you fell off the wow. space station. Let's see what Quora has to say so that they can But add. once you hit my question was once you hit the atmosphere. So, like once you okay. hit, how far is that? This person says three months, give or take a week or three. What? What? That there's a lot of uh I'm talking free fall, like from the high point where it's like yeah, I can jump off here and I'm fall. I I'm started falling now. Okay, here we go, because this is like a science journal, right? And Mm -hmm. it's a, what if an astronaut skydives from space? Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jump from the ISS. 
What would happen? Short answer, the astronaut will orbit the planet and eventually plummet to Earth, only to burn up upon reentry. Oh. Um, they're doing lots of math, like nerd math, you know? So basically it's like... So Baumgartner, the person you're thinking of, right? Jumped from 24 miles mm-hmm. up. International Space Station okay. is 205 miles up. Yikes. For... So like... 10 times further that you're orbiting so that ruins the whole thing it's not just a drop yeah which seems to be the thing that you're orbiting so you're whipping around the planet going so fast that you kind of stay up there for a long time mm-hmm. but then there's the 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 free fall with him um let's see then why do i never see the ISS falling to the ground oops this gift no longer exists So, it seems like the the consensus is after, uh, yeah, uh, depending on different factors, up uh, some months, you hit the atmosphere and then you start ripping down real fast. Hmm. So does that answer your question? Sure doesn't. But let me. Here's my thing. So they make it down to the ground. What's his name goes to prison because. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. He filled this deal. Like the bargain was, hey, I'll get her off the space station, then you let me go. And then they're like, cool, we're holding you still. But then she has to go find the suitcase. She finds the suitcase and is like, look, I proved that this guy was the one who betrayed you, so it wasn't you. So he gets let out. But then she's like, I was here when you got let out because I'm thirsty, you know? And then yeah. they have a little exchange. I didn't like that exchange. It got weird. It like, weird. It was like six lines too long. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, okay, they're starting their friendship, or is it a. You know, are we teasing a relationship? Who knows? You know, but then it just kind of kept going. You're like, oh, this is like, it's like eavesdropping on an awkward date. You know, and you're like, oh, I hate that. I don't want to be here for this. You know, yeah. it's one of those. So, yeah. What'd you say? Like, depends on how good you are in bed. And he's like, well, then give us 10 minutes. You know, I was like, are you saying your last 10 minutes in bed? Are you saying you're so bad in bed that you won't stick around for more than 10 minutes? Oh, I no. Cody, come on now. It, he lasts 10 minutes. We all knew it. We all saw that joke. Come on now. Don't belittle Guy Pierce. All right. He nailed it. All right. Even that weird exchange. There's a lot of banter it. about his name and I don't know, man. All right. Here's the important thing, Cody. He was trying to be a cool guy by being snow, but his real name was Marion. What a nerd. Let's talk about these fighters. What Cody. a nerd. What are, they, what are the fighters? What are the fighters even doing? Okay. Let me lay it out for you. Wait, what, what, wait, what fighters are we like talking about? Like the space fighter planes, okay? <laughs> oh, Let me lay this out for you, Cody. Give me, give, me, give me a couple minutes here to lay the, lay the scene for you. This is a heavily defended space prison. Presumably, all right, I'll give it to you in the fact <laughs> that, like, the way that... Okay, I recently watched a thing where they referenced a mob prison in Italy where it was, like, heavily fortified because they were, like, they had to... They watched for planes attacking them because they're, like... The mob might just invade this island that we are keeping these people on. So I get it. All right, sure. Heavily fortified, defense turrets, all that. You don't know. Maybe some of these guys are like... You're already a... in space, though. Well, like, yeah, but I mean... He's like, got the means like... to go raid a space base. Like, Because it's not just about raiding space. It's like, you've got to get engineers and scientists, and you got to understand how space works, and, you know, you've got to do the calculations. Are there really, like, black market rocket scientists that are going to help you do this heist? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Cody, the answer is yes. <laughs> The answer to your question is absolutely yes. All right. All right. Well, carry on then. So 
But here's the thing. They've established when the first few fighter things went to go check it out. They're like these little space F-85s or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call them, right? They're going in there. They're like, what's going on, you guys? First off, they introduced themselves as the something-something PD, meaning there's a space police department, basically, (laughs) whatever. So they're going in there, and they're like, all right, we got the space cops. What's going on? And then the guy hits the button. I liked that scene, by the way, when he's, like, doing a little little walkie thing. Oh, no, not going to hit it. Oh, hit, oh, hit, hit it. Sorry. You know, very little brother, big brother energy there. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, liked it. Killed all those uh, guys. They've established, okay. We send in ships, they're going to get shot down unless these guys deactivate the defenses. So then when they're like, we're going to blow up the station, they send in roughly a thousand spaceships to fly around well, it okay. for 10 minutes. What were they doing? That's my question. What were they, A, what are they doing? B, didn't they just, like, they couldn't have just launched a missile? That's what I said. And Tiffany was like, you got to get close enough to launch. I'm like, missiles launch, the missiles... You tell them, okay, a missile, you're like, hit hit this spot. The whole point of a missile is you hit a button, and then the missile flies itself there and hits mm-hmm. the spot. And then you could say, what if they shoot the missiles down? And I would say, then shoot a lot of missiles. You got every one of those planes had a bunch of missiles. And in space, wouldn't even just like the shrapnel and debris like be an issue if you're like shooting down a bunch of ships coming at you? Like... Isn't that going to turn into a problem? Like, I don't know, man. So the idea would be, in real life, right, that you want to break it up into small enough pieces that it burns up in the atmosphere. So here's my question. I get, because they attach the bomb in the center structure, right? The planes fly through the middle of it after flying around it so many times. Also, they sound shocked. They're like, we're taking fire. It's like, no dip. You already established you were going to take fire. Did you think they weren't going to? Yeah. You're trying to blow them up. Oh, yeah. Okay, anyway. So then they're in there, they drop the bomb, and then they're like, and now we're done. Everything's fine. Shut. What? You gave us a whole scene about them putting this bomb on the thing. And they're like, 15 seconds, and then they jump out. Did they show it blowing up? I don't remember. Did I, do I just not remember the explosion? Keep, keep talking about stuff coming. I'm pulling it up. I'm, pulling, I'm pressing play on it oh, right now. Look, the problem is you you strapped me, stripped me of notes. I'm out of notes. I got nothing else to say about this movie um, except that I didn't enjoy it. But, Cody. Let me tell you, did I get a kick out of it at times? I sure did. Was it a bit of a chore at other times? Yes, it was. Okay, I'm looking at the scene. They've jumped out of the thing in their Halo armor so they do address the fact that you would burn up in the atmosphere because they've got their little shields they hit the atmosphere and then it busts off of them so that's kind of nice like that's it killed like there's so much weird attention to detail and it's like you went it's such this is such a goofy movie to be like oh well they're gonna burn up in the atmosphere if they just jump out of the station in like a, a normal suit they gotta have special bailout suits that's like armor to protect their bodies from the atmosphere burning up part yeah yeah but it's just so it's got 30 seconds left on the bomb they're jumping out of their 
They're in their suits. Hold on now. Stick with me. They cut to the guys in the control room for no reason. They called him Snowfall at one point, and then they went back to calling him Snow. I hated that, by the way, just as another side note that I just remembered. Uh huh. They're showing the countdown. They're cutting back to them. All the doors are opening very slowly. They're holding hands. It's a touching moment. Ten seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six. They're jumping out of it. That's a weirdly bad animation, them jumping out of the thing. Two, one. Okay, they show it blowing up. They show it blowing up. Okay, I feel better about it now. Cool. I feel better. But I still don't feel good about it because every single one of those little, like, Air Force or what, like space police planes that attacked this station got blown up. All those people got blown up. All the hostages got blown up, right? And then all the prisoners got blown up. But I guess it was all for the best because otherwise it would have been like a missile coming at the earth. Yeah. But that's the other thing is like the, the hostages were already dead. They didn't know that. But she stayed. It's like a movie about white privilege, you know? Yeah. It's like. Oh, this like white woman of privilege gets taken off, but everyone else dies. And a white man, all right. And a white man. And a white man, and a, and a member of the of law enforcement. You know. But here's the thing, Cody. She Let's make. I oh, you're making statements. This is a political film, okay? That's what people don't. People think it's just a dumb action movie. No, this is highbrow sci-fi political commentary, all in one. Plus, it's an action movie. Yeah. It's the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. You like, I'd give it a D. <laughs> a D? I didn't like this movie. I Look, if I'm giving a letter grade, like, was it laughably bad at times? Yes. Were there moments? Like you said, there was some dialogue from, like, Guy Pierce. We are like, this is working. Like, this is good enough for, you know, any movie. And then they would ruin it with other lines. And then there were too many, like... <laughs> so smart at times and then just so stupid at other times like i couldn't do it as a whole film as a whole as a whole i can't do it i can't recommend it if you want to like giggle at something that's like bad like a bad movie like a fun time slap happy late night watch sure give it a try i can't recommend this to anyone else all right are you ready cody are you, so what? Are you ready for my? I'm ready for your rating. You ready for my letter grade? What are you going to get? Are you prepared thing? to write it down? Yeah. I know you got your little spreadsheet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I'm jotting it. I I'm jotting it right now. I'm gonna give this movie a B plus. I got mine written down. <laughs> B plus. Now, Cody, if you'd asked a me, a B plus. When it a B plus. When it popped up <laughs> on the thing, I was like, oh balls! I this movie's bad, isn't it? Like this is not gonna be good. Like it's just gonna be a terrible movie. And then we we're watching it. And I turned to Tiffany, I was like, I'm so glad that that movie's just as good as I remember it being. It's such a terrible train wreck of a movie that's so good. I could see, like, look, if I saw this movie when I was eight, I would have been obsessed with this instead of Mortal Kombat or Small Soldiers. Like, it was that level of good, you know? But as a man, I can't, look, we're sitting at a 37% tomato meter, which is actually decently high for this, a 46% audience score. So you know what? Maybe I'm in the wrong, but yeah, no. Did you say forty six percent audience score. I think at a what'd you say a D? <laughs> what did you rate it? A D. A D. A D. Yeah. I think you're six point one on IMDb. I think you're. Uh, and the meta score is a forty eight. So it sounds like you're high for what most critics would rate it. 
I think my scale's different. You know, that's what the Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is a whole other scale. You know, yeah. The meta score. I guess I'm higher than the meta. Mine maybe aligns a little better with the meta score. The meta score I think is a little more of a letter grade, but also meta scores never go above like eighty five. Like an eighty five in meta score is like an A almost. Oh yeah. In my scale, so I mean, it's got four point four stars. D. On, on I I taught you about this before the podcast. My my high school did not have D's. Okay, this movie failed. Hmm. And I That's thought it was my great. Opinion. And we established that based off my rating that if I went off of your high school's or you're off of your school's rating, then this would be an A. But I'm going B plus because A was, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like B plus seventy eight. Wow. That's high. You know, you people out there in the West, you got weird grading systems, and you know it, and you know it, you know it's true. You know it to be true. Search your feelings, Cody. <laughs> Tyler, is there anything else to say about Lockout? I mean, it was, this guy up? it was very obviously stolen from Escape from New York, but he really fought tooth and nail that it wasn't. We got we to gotta get out here and watch Escape from New York. That's what we got to do. Tyler, do you want to do the thing? I want to do the thing. Let me pull up the thing. Do you want to seal our fate by doing the thing and finding the next I'm Tyler pull movie? pull up the machine, and I thank you for remembering it because I remembered it, and then I forgot I've it. I've got... A steel trap, okay? I, I didn't go under no cryon, cryonic freezing that caused my brain to go mushy. All right. Are you here? It happened to me. I'm not, I'm not no international prisoner. Hold on, Cody. Here we go. Just, uh, oh, okay. You know what? I'm, I'm give up. I give up on it. You're strong. You All can right. do this. Are you ready? Say it with me, Cody. Do the, do the thing. Thing. Oh my gosh. Okay. What is it? So it's it okay. It is eight and a half, Cody. Now eight and a half what? Exactly. That's the question, isn't it? Alright. Um let me try to look it up here. If you look up eight and a half, let me see if it pull just pulls up. Yes. So it is a movie from nineteen sixty three. Now, uh, here's the thing, Cody. Here's what I need to explain to you about the Tyler's Trash List. Not the, it's not the Bruce Campbell one in 2021? No. I can't even find it. Look up 8 space 1 slash 2. Spell. Oh, 18 and a half. That's the Bruce Campbell one. Oh, no. This is 8 and a half. 8 and a half, 1960s. I found it. I have no idea what the movie's about. I just want to watch it, Cody. That's what this is. <laughs> A harried. Do you want me to tell you the description? It's very short. Yeah, I'll take, give Do it you to want, me. Not want to know. No, give it to me. A harried movie director retreats into his memories and fantasies. This looks French. <laughs> this looks abstract. And I, it's a Fellini film. Yeah. Federico Fellini. Okay, so this is. Did you sneak a good movie into oh, Tyler's track? Oh, so it is, it is, like, I have a little symbol next to the movies that are good that I just want to watch, so I have them on my list. It has the symbol next to it. This is considered a very I've good I've heard movie. of Fellini. Yeah, I've heard of this guy. He's a well-known director. So, unfortunately, it's not a trashy movie. He's got several movie. classics. It is on HBO. It's one of the higher-rated movies uh, on HBO. That's how, I, that's how right. I found it. Eight and a half. I wonder, is it on your watch list? No, it's not. Okay. It might be. I might have some of those other movies on my watch list. Um, 
Well, I'm not signed in. That's why it's not on the website. Oof. Now I, I know that people <laughs> want to know. So let me see if I can sign in and we can figure this out. Signing in. Signing in. Oh, no, that's not. You know when you're like, yeah, I just sign in with Google. It's like, yeah, you're not signed in, Google. Yeah. Oh, I know. What is it? Is it Facebook? Maybe I just have an IMDb account. Oh. Yeah. IMDb oh, might be Amazon. Not working. Cody. Amazon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, uh, what I was born to do. I'm just gonna give up. You know. Oh, okay. I think that's for the best, really. Well, thank you for listening. You can, oh, share us, rate us, review us wherever your podcasts are found. You can harass us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Opinion Havers. Thank you for listening. And until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. I think my life would be better if I had a name like Federico Fellini, like an alliteration name. I think... People just have better lives, you know? Yeah. I mean, Tyler Tremaine. That could be you. It could be. It is, maybe. You don't know. Maybe I've told you the wrong last name. Cody Calloway. That's your new name. Oh. I'm doing it. I'm changing it right now. Do it. Starting the paperwork.